guys. This is our 10th episode. <laughs> or season two, episode three. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's actually a little loud. I'm going to turn mine down a little bit. Or I'm just too close to it, maybe. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, what are we talking about this week, Jordo? I'm um, drained. <laughs> yeah, Kylie, Kylie had a day full of things. Of adventures. Of adventures, yeah. And I did some things too, but I got I got more alone time today than she did. So, <laughs> um, I think we wanted to talk about human design today because we both have recently. Well, I think we looked at both of ours up a while ago, but we both just kind of recently started looking more into it. Yeah. And it's all very interesting. The theme of this podcast is we're just going to mildly look into (laughs) lots of different things. That is very air sign. We're like, let's just touch on it and then we'll forget about it. No, I literally saw something the other day about Gemini's like like barely researching something and then just wanting to talk about it and then yes. they, they completely forget about it and yeah. are like never gonna look at it again which yeah. i don't think is the case with this but yeah. like i am always that person who does next that. week next week we're gonna be talking about stegosaurus <laughs> just really guys we're actually we're gonna, gonna do a deep pivot. dive the subject matter of the podcast is going to change to dinosaurs specifically stegosaurus <laughs> and their relatives that yeah. entire line of yeah. Yeah. Only them. Because yeah. we don't have time to look at the other We don't have time. Ones. And then we will forget about them in a few months. <laughs> yes. We will also be changing the podcast again later. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, but yeah. So basically, yes, what you said. Mm-hmm. We've looked into it before. Mm-hmm. By no means are we. There's so much to even know about this. What is with all these complex ways of looking at yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. And I know, like, since I looked up my chart, I think we actually both follow her on Instagram now, but that girl that you sent me, um, that reel of her like on the balcony talking about something related to human design. Oh, I was like, I so many women. I know. I, I was like, Teal Swan? Are we talking about Teal <laughs> no. Swan? Because this has what nothing. What was her name? I actually did mine on her website. Oh, Jenna so-and-so. Yeah. She... Well, her last name is not so-and-so. Jenna literally so-and-so. <laughs> it's Jenna something. I'll look it up. I have it yeah. right here. But um, she, like, I mean, her whole business is around human design. Yeah, like, and her Instagram it. is great. Yeah. I think it's just my.humandesign is her Instagram, and there's lots right. of information on there. Um, I've done a bit more than just Jenna's Instagram. Zoe or Zoe? Yeah. 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 She yeah, so cool. we've been looking into... I've been really looking into it a lot this week. Yeah. As much as I could. I've watched a lot of talks and stuff. Nice. I read some things and I took some notes. I didn't probably look up as much as you did, but... I just thought it was super fun. I've, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we should go ahead and do the weather real quick before well, I forget. I also wanted to say Kylie's hair is purple now. Oh, yes. This is not a visual podcast, but yeah. <laughs> if you could see it, I think you would like it. Like really dark purple. Yeah. Like super purple. It looks pretty much exactly like the picture she showed me of like her inspo. Which also doesn't help them. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I do feel more like myself with purple hair. Good. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like... Um, it's really messed up right now, but like when it was purple mm-hmm. and when I first realized how purple it was, I was like, yes, You're like, this is this correct. This is right. Yeah. Yeah. This feels good. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see how it will change. Me hues, too. But um, yeah. 
right now it's super dark purple yes i did bleach it to get it purple mm-hmm. most people don't think I, most people who have seen me with the purple hair have been like oh like they just did it over your brow i'm like no girl trust me we bleached it all it is full purple it is purple through and through i'm finding purple hairs in my everywhere house. yeah <laughs> did you dye your pillowcase accidentally actually no oh, that's it's good. held that's really surprising. well um i did get it on like one towel at work but like that was i was really sweaty, sweaty like yeah. really sweaty yeah thank you megan um but yeah, I haven't nice. really. When I I took my, I almost said I took my first shower. I did not take my first <laughs> I took shower. Took my first shower but ever. I, but I did wash, like physically wash it for the first time yeah. since I dyed it on Thursday and today's mm-hmm. Sunday, and it my shower water was definitely purple. Oh, yeah. I was really scared to wash it because like I had this fear that I was gonna wash it and then get out of the shower, like look in the mirror, it's gonna gone. be blonde or something. I'm like, <laughs> I've been duped. Yeah, it's not purple at all. It's not purple at all. What the fuck? Yeah. I know that's like every time I get my hair dyed, I try to hold out as long as possible just because it looks yeah. so good right after she does it. Yeah. 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 And I just, I'm also just honestly trying to wash my hair less. I don't think I need to wash it as much as I, I think you tell yourself that because you're exercising that you need to wash it, but like it really does dry fine. So I'm going to try to wash it as little as possible. We're going to see how long we can keep it purple. Yeah. Do I think it's going to enhance um, my personal power? Yes. Yes, I thought you were gonna say something. I don't know what I thought you were gonna say. I don't know what I was gonna say either. It your was just, speed. Yeah, it will make me faster, stronger, better in All every way. Love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm also excited because I've done the hard part now. So yes. it's like the idea that I could make my hair fun colors is very fun to me because yeah. it's like such a fun thing to play with. And I've never really liked my hair, so it's fun to just fuck around with it. Yeah, it um, is. For sure. I have a hair appointment next week and we I have, have a feeling that I hair lady. am going to be coming out possibly with baby pink hair. Which so. I really, really, really want. I figure like, I don't know. I feel like it would be fun. I feel it's like I not just a big deal. No, I know. And it was really fun to like walk around there with purple hair. Like, yeah. within my, like when I had the purple dye in my hair and I'm just walking around the salon. I know. I and know, I was always, like, yeah, this yeah, is me. Like, yeah, I am doing this. Yeah. Believe I told it. Ryan I was going to stand outside and be like, do not come in here. If you come in here, you will leave. <laughs> Look what they've done to me. They will I did not ask for this. It's <laughs> just supposed to be beach blonde. <laughs> yeah. I always love the moment when she's finish putting all the foil in your hair and then you have to usually there's like plastic on it too and they have to like sit you down in the thing under the heat and you're just sitting there and you feel like an absolute rat like you just look so weird so luckily (laughs) I didn't have to go under the thing oh um because she put some sort of she put a bond repairer and then like some Mm. other product and it basically she wanted it to be like super blonde super fast yeah and it didn't really matter the tone of the blonde. Well, it did. It right. could be yellow, but like it, it didn't really matter what color the blonde looked like. So she was like, "We're just gonna make it super fucking blonde." Yeah. So like, we don't have to go under there. But she um didn't make me. She didn't make me go under the thingy. Mm-hmm. But I just remember distinctly feeling so hot. Yeah. With the tin foil on my head, because it was like my whole head was covered in tin foil. And which you're was wearing just lacking, like yeah. the ro- the like cape thing, and like it's a yeah. And then when she was washing the bleach out of my hair. She was like, please don't freak out, but, like, this is going to be a really ugly blonde. (laughs) 
you're like thank you and i was like i anticipated that and then when she was drying it with the blonde in it i totally looked like oh some character from like blue crush like mm-hmm. it just looked like a total like 90s yeah. like surfer with like yeah, the like, dark roots and like the super yeah <laughs> like, it looks so funny and i'm like pretty tan too so it just looked funny. you're like actually i'm just gonna leave with this so you don't have to do anything but else. it was the funniest part was when she was telling me it was gonna be so ugly when she she like let it dry she like walked away and when she came back i was like do i have horrible taste because like you know what me i don't hate this it's kind of a vibe like in like some some sort of semblance somebody has that hair i'm like this isn't like that horrible it just looks like i did it myself like hear me out yeah we leave it (laughs) she's like "Ah." i cannot let you leave like i will not do that to you i'm so sorry Wow, so I just wasted time talking about my I'm glad hair. that you did it, and I think it looks really good. Thank you. You're if you're welcome. ever contemplating doing something crazy with, like, especially with your body. Yeah, like tattoos. If it's not going to, like, yeah, like, it's know. fun. It is fun. Especially your hair. Like, oh, it's yeah. so temporary. Hair is so easy to change, yeah. That and I try you... to get her to do my eyebrows. Yes, she said no, but... <laughs> dye them purple yeah. I was <laughs> you're like, like think about it you're like while you're there why don't you just throw some on my eyebrows and my eyelashes she's maybe like absolutely yeah maybe my mustache she's like no i won't be doing that she's, she's like, like that is where i draw the line yeah she's like i have boundaries <laughs> yeah. and you cross them <laughs> you are taking advantage of me but yeah you yeah. should do it i feel so excited yeah that's one of those things that like i never let myself splurge on because mm-hmm. it wasn't like the cheapest thing and it's something <laughs> that i always let myself splurge on so i mean well everyone has different things that's what i mean yeah. that's what i mean like i feel like that's i'm glad that you did it because yeah i, I guess just what think i'm saying fun. is like there's so many things about myself that aren't like my favorite thing and those are the aspects that i don't like splurge on because i'm like oh like why would i like i don't really care about my yeah. hair but, but it's I feel like, like that's what makes it more fun. It's like, should. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm like, I love it. Exactly. It's so fun. I yeah. keep looking at my fucking purple hairs. It's so like, and I keep catching myself in the mirror and be like, ooh, like, you got like, purple shooting, hair, girl. Yeah. Doing your finger pow, guns. Pow. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So if you're ever contemplating just dyeing your hair a fun color, you should totally do it. Mm-hmm. There was a, a lady at the hair salon getting peacock hair. Wow. She was getting her hair dyed like all the colors of peacock. Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot. That's a singular peacock. <laughs> all the colors of a peacock. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny because all I saw was the the dye in her yeah. hair. So her hair was just like, they were green and blue and Gray purple. Blue. And like, yeah. Okay. And sure. we both like walked eyes across the room like, mm. we're doing it. <laughs> we're getting, you and me, girl. <laughs> we're, doing our, we're living our, our dream right here. Yeah. I mean, there's always, you've got to have one person at the salon who's also doing crazy hair. The lady behind me had purple hair. Um, the one who was working in the booth behind oh, her. Behind, yeah, yeah. Nice. She had purple hair, and they said that she had had purple hair for a really long time. She just like kept up with it. Yeah. And I, I also was like, like, "You're cool. See, yeah. like you get it. It's fine." Yeah. The lady who washed my, um, the dye out. Mm-hmm. She was the sweetest woman I have ever met in my entire yeah. life. And I swear to God, she has, like, some sort of healing abilities. Like, she was so gentle and calm and yeah. so sweet and, like, so uplifting. And her hand... Like, I've never felt a better massage in my life. Dang. Like, it was like... I, I could feel how good yeah. it felt. And then what, the funny thing is, afterwards, 
my hairstylist was like isn't she great she was like her hands i was like i know mm-hmm. i was like i didn't want to sound weird but like her hand like she like has like healing hands she's like yeah we all say that around here she was like she just walks around and like gives us like massages and like will give us neck rubs and stuff yeah. and i'm like she really does like i i would i would love to see her feel um her, her her chart charts. <laughs> yeah but she definitely had like the best vibes ever she was the sweetest person she was calling every single person queen Aww. like literally she was like okay queen um <laughs> she talks the way that i imagine kona would talk if she could talk like she's had like a puerto rican accent okay, yeah. and it was like the cutest Aww. thing she was just the sweetest person i arguably the best part of the haircut is when they massage your head yeah i love amazing physical touch same which is so funny because right before this we were talking about how we are so bad at like it has to be it's very specific like i feel like i love getting like facials yeah like massages yeah that's what i mean yeah i I like physical touch for like like healing physical touch Mm -hmm. is very nice to me like i like massages Mm -hmm. i like um like back scratches yeah stuff like that yeah yep hand rub yeah anything like that did you ever like when you were a kid did you have somebody like not actually draw on your hand but like you unclick a pen and then just like yeah all over oh my god it feels so good when you do that on your arms yes yeah yeah we said we would like my god we would yeah we would take turns we would time ourselves like i did it for five minutes yeah you have to do it now yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, i love that shit but yeah that lady literally she is an angel yeah she's so sweet I'll have to keep my eyes next time I calling go. everyone queen. And she was like, purple hair, yes, queen. <laughs> and then she was put my hand. She's like, we're going to use cold water, okay? Hot girl summer, purple hair. <laughs> like, she was so cute. Uh-huh. And But it was just so funny because she was so, like, uplifting and cute. But yeah. then, like, she, when she, like, went to rub her hair, like, my, my head, it was mm-hmm. so, like, zen. Like, it was, she, like, silent, yeah. just zen. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sinking into another dimension. <laughs> You astral project out of the chair. <laughs> They're trying to wake you up. <laughs> Just leave her. <laughs> She's like, this happens She's sometimes. like, yeah, this happens all the time. It's okay, queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're fine. <laughs> Just let her astral stay. queen. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I will do the weather now. Okay. So, July 12th to, through the 18th. Today is the 11th. And let's see what I've got here. Ooh, this week is going to be lovely. Honestly, like, I have seen some things saying, like, there's going to be some opposition and some squares, but I'm honestly not going to really talk about them because, like, there's so many good things happening this week that I really just want to emphasize that. Um, So Monday and Tuesday, the moon is in Leo. The moon should be moving into Leo, honestly, today at some point. Probably already did. Probably. Yeah, the moon's in Leo. Um, it'll be in Leo until Tuesday, and then on Tuesday, it'll transition into Virgo. Um, Virgo through Thursday, and then on Thursday, it'll transition to Libra. And then on Saturday and Sunday, it'll be in Scorpio. So if we remember what those signs kind of are all about, Leo is all about being ostentatious, being fun, being out there, being brave, um, being bold being shiny, winning, you know, just like being (laughs) like being the self. Uh, Leo is the opposite of Aquarius. I don't like saying opposite, but they're sister signs. Mm -hmm. So they're across from each other on the little pie chart. Leo is all about actualizing the self. And then Aquarius is all about the collective. 
So it's just like a little bit of an opposition from my usual yeah. my usual vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely feeling that. But it's a really it's a really great weekend, and Monday's going to be really great too because Mars and Venus are still both in Leo, mm-hmm. and they're going to be conjunct. They're going to be right on top of each other on Monday. Um, and the moon's going to be in Leo. So that is such a good combination for all your relationships. The moon is in Leo. Venus and Mars are in Leo. Like, very saucy. <laughs> very romantic um, through the weekend and then on Monday. So hopefully you guys have had a great weekend with your maybe your partners, maybe your friends, maybe with yourself. Um, so that is really lovely. Um, and then the sun is also trining Neptune. And Mercury is training Jupiter on Monday. So, like, what the heck? And throughout the week, there's a bunch of really pleasurable trines. So, um, the um, sun trining Neptune. So, the sun is in Cancer. Um, Neptune's also in a water sign. Neptune's all about your dreams, your, um, your visions for your life. And then the sun is your personal self. So, obviously, like, some dreams are kind of coming to fruition. Or maybe you can just you can taste it a little more. And then Mercury trining Jupiter, anything you want to talk about or um, express will be amplified. I've heard that it's a good time. I think that the Mercury trining Jupiter technically happens on Tuesday, but these trines, you'll probably feel the energy throughout most of the week. But I've heard that on Tuesday is when it actually happens. And that's a great day to um, post things on social media that you really want (laughs) to have seen, to like have the conversations that you really want to have. It'll be a really good time for communicating, for reaching resolutions, um, for talking with your friends, that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, it's just going to be a really great week. It looks like there's a lot of optimism and positivity. Jupiter's doing a lot of great things for us. Neptune's doing a lot of great things for us. Um, Tuesdays and Tuesday and Thursday, the moon is moving from Leo into Virgo, like I said, and Virgo is very practical. So we're going from all this like, woo, fun energy at the beginning of the week to like, okay, like maybe we'll get down to business in the middle of the week, which honestly sounds perfect and great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another good thing about that is that the sun is in cancer and the moon is in Virgo and cancer is a water sign and water does appreciate earth's practicality because it gives the water form so speaking from personal experience um having a lot of water a lot of times you appreciate structure Mm -hmm. just because you like something to hold you yeah something to give you boundaries Mm -hmm. so i feel like um it'll be a nice combination of the sun and cancer and then the moon being in virgo throughout the middle of the week that could be really nice and then on thursday through saturday what more perfect timing for the moon to be in libra who in libra loves relationships loves to talk loves friendship loves to get along Mm -hmm. loves to find the middle ground so that'll be a great mood for your weekend so then the sun will still be in cancer we've gotten through this very romantic start to the week the mars and venus will still be together in leo and then the moon will be in libra i just think that this weekend's gonna be super fun yeah and then saturday and sunday the moon is moving into scorpio so things might get a little more or focused um, but yeah, so that's kind of how the weather's looking this week. Um, I think it'll be great. I think it's going to be a really good Sounds week. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds nice. There is a full moon coming, not next week, but the following week. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Mm-hmm. We just went through a new moon. Hopefully you guys are feeling new and shiny. Yeah. I feel pretty good. I yeah. feel pretty new. I feel good too. Good. I think that's it. I think that's all she wrote. All right. Human design. Yeah. So Let's get into what it. the frick is human design? 
yep. even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You see it, it looks like a bunch of squares looks and triangles. Crazy. Some of them have colors in them, some of them don't. There's yep. lines going all over the place. Yep. Do I understand it a little? I, yeah. A little bit now. I think I understand it a little bit better than I think I, I understand it more than someone who's never seen it before. Right. That and more than, me more than me maybe a month ago when I first looked up the chart. <laughs> yeah. So what is it? It was the concept of human design. And please don't let this throw you when I say that it was channeled because mm-hmm. astrology was channeled. Numerology was channeled. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have been channeled. It's not that weird. I think as a human collective, we really need to get over that. Mm-hmm. So it was channeled by a guy who went, who used a pseudonym Ra Uruhu in 1987. And it combines several modalities, which does include, it includes um, astrology, I believe numerology. It includes Kabbalah, the I Ching, and the chakras. Yeah. So it includes a bunch of different modalities of understanding a mm-hmm. human. Yeah based on their birth time. So mm-hmm. you actually use the same information to get your human design chart that you use to get your birth chart. You just put in where, when you're born, and it will spit out a chart for you. Yep. There's a bunch of different websites that you can do it for free. But yeah, it pretty much just explains the model of the human vehicle that you're in. Mm-hmm. So that's something that is honestly really cool because if you think about what gives us individuality from source is the form it once we leave this form you in theory Mm -hmm. just go back to universal oneness in some shape or form yep um well no form or shape but whatever you know what i mean (laughs) 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 shit (laughs) but you return to oneness in some fashion that is beyond me But while you're here, what gives you separation so that you can experience being separate Mm -hmm. is your form. So it's pretty cool that this modality focuses so much on the actual human body, which was new to me. Because astrology, there are some people who will say certain aspects of astrology will indicate things about your body. But for the most part, human design actually talks about your body. So it's kind of like a user manual for the vessel that you're given when you're born. Mm -hmm. There's actually a design date that they will tell you when you put in your birthday, which was so weird to me. It's like apparently, I think, three months before the time that you were actually born is when your soul is like, this is the model that I want. I want it to be fucking purple. I want it to be fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's when your your soul puts in the order or whoever puts in that order. So that way um, you come out the way you're supposed to. So the, it's learning about who your soul designed you to be so that you can deprogram and decondition yourself from what other people have told you that you are your whole life mm-hmm. because your soul had a blueprint that it made you with and that is who you are. But a lot of times we are trying to, or we develop tools that have worked for us and then we push them on other people and say, that if you do this, your life will be fantastic. Yeah. You got to wake up at five o'clock every day. You got to put a <laughs> tablespoon of coconut oil in your coffee. Yeah. No food until 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's like, like a lot not, of things. And there is a, a to, there's totally like, that's a good thing. I think mm-hmm. sharing things that have helped with you is great. But yeah. I'm just saying that this is such a unique perspective because it tells you exactly in theory how your body functions so Mm -hmm. that you can do the things that you're supposed to do yeah so yeah it's just essentially learning about who your soul designed you to be Mm -hmm. there's nine energy centers and then a bunch of channels that go between them the energy centers are similar to oh my god what does that scroll have what the fuck 
Uh, um, what is that? <laughs> is it a piece of wood? I, I thought it was another dead animal for a second. Oh, God. What is he plotting? Look at him. <laughs> what is that? He, You can go around the fence. Really, you don't have to go through it. I need him to bring it over here. What oh my the God. hell is that? It looks like... Is it a mushroom? Or like a piece of bread? I, it looks like it might be a piece. He's going to try to go through. He's, like, he's trying to go through oh, the fence okay. with the bread. Oh, my, oh my God. He can't fit oh it through. Dude, yeah, you got it. Come on. Fence. You're going to have to go around. Oh, my God. He's going to try all of them before he gets Oh, he doesn't have spatial reasoning. Dude, Me either. Dude, it, I think it is a mushroom or That's a piece of bread. hilarious. I'm just glad it. That's a giant whatever it, was it is. huge. It was the, as big as him. That's so funny. Good job, buddy. We always get so many fun things that pass by this window. Yeah. <laughs> why Junie loves it so much okay back to it sorry that was a your moment come closer (laughs) come back with that bread i want to see what you have (laughs) show us show me yeah (laughs) so show us what you've acquired um so there's nine energy centers just right back into (laughs) pure air form right back to where i was we could do that all day yes there's nine energy centers so According to this, mm-hmm. according to human design, yep. humans used to have seven energy centers. That might sound familiar because we have seven chakras. Mm-hmm. Um, according to human design, at some point, I guess either in 1987 or before that, humans developed two other energy centers. So now we have nine. I also have heard that in 20, I think it's 2024 or 2027, the human design changes again, and then there will be more energy centers. And I don't know if that happens for all the people who are already on earth, or if it's just for the babies that are born Mm. from that point on, which I have heard that the humans today are born, like even just today are different than you and me. Like they have different... Mm -hmm capabilities and stuff like that That which i totally believe so i don't know but there was a shift from seven energy centers to nine energy centers and that is what is what is in your chart so when you look it up you'll see all those different shapes you'll see nine shapes within the human form and those are your energy centers they can be filled in with color or empty Mm -hmm. which means that they are either defined or undefined Mm -hmm. um there's five different kinds of um human designs so there's reflectors projectors manifestors generators and manifesting generators the manifesting generators just go into the generator category they pretty much operate like a generator they just have manifesting potentials and manifesting i don't want to say tendencies but like uh they have the will to manifest Mm. so they have a channel basically one of their energy centers i believe has a bridge to their throat chakra because your throat is the house of manifesting mm-hmm. whether you say you're going to do something or with actions mm-hmm. the that throat area is where you manifest from so yeah i don't know that much about all of the modalities and not modalities all of the models all i know mostly about so far are manifestors and then the manifesting generators and generators just because that's what we are mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's kind of like what it is i'm a manifesting generator with emotional authority and I am a manifester, and my strategy is informing. But I guess my authority is is emotional, so it's the solar plexus, which actually is one of my only centers down at the bottom that is filled in. So I have a lot of things open. Those are the areas where I can, I'm vulnerable to conditioning. Yes. I can be more easily swayed, in, like influenced, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
neither one is like good or bad it's just like again like with astrology like none of the signs are good or bad and none of the combinations are it's just like how you use it it's just knowing how to use it so that you're doing it correctly exactly because like if you're living your whole life like a reflector but Mm -hmm. you're a generating manifester or vice versa like it's never gonna right you're never gonna like succeed in certain aspects yeah it's just another one of those things that you another self-help thing that you can use if you want to and if you find it helpful to you know maybe make certain areas of your life easier yeah but yeah it definitely resonated for me when i was reading the stuff about mine Mm because it was talking about like it made sense about how i'm good at being alone because Mm -hmm. i'm i'm my own battery yeah so it's like i don't pick up like i don't need to be around a lot of energy to have a lot of energy Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah um also the thing that i i was very validating was that my strategy so i have an emotional authority just like you Mm -hmm. but my strategy is responding Mm -hmm. so i don't instigate Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense because i definitely don't instigate a lot of things but it's like that is how i'm supposed to go throughout the world is i'm Mm -hmm. supposed to just like live my life and then as situations arise i respond to them but i don't instigate them which is i feel like probably different than the manifester because i feel like the manifester starts things yeah mine's informing yeah. is my strategy and so, i'm just yeah. there to like be like okay sounds good mm-hmm. but i'm supposed to listen to my emotions and be like right. do i do i want to do this or do i want to not do it right yeah you have to decide like am i going to respond to this yeah. or not and there was such a good um someone was talking about how whenever you have an emotional authority well, first of all, like even as humans, we're never really living in the now. Even if you are living in the now, the mm-hmm. now is never the now because the now is always the past. Right. Because the we are just, it's whatever we've manifested. Mm-hmm. It's whatever we've pulled into physicality. So whatever you're thinking about right now, however you'd like things to be, that is a future now. Right. So it's, it's like, since we are always living in the past, um, it's hard to live in the present mm-hmm. just because we live in a dense reality where it takes a long time for thoughts to become physical. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of energy to take something that is so high, like a thought, and then bring it down to something so dense, like a physical object. So where am I going with this? Where I'm going with this is that people who have an emotional authority, um, our emotions are actually a wave. So it's like... with, when you have a, a strong emotional authority, what I've read is that you are always going to have a wave of emotions where you are high sometimes, you are low sometimes, you're high sometimes, you're low sometimes. So in order to make decisions whether or not you want to do something, it's almost impossible for someone who's a manifesting generator to decide yes or no to something in the future because you never know how you're going to feel. And if you're supposed to follow your emotions... Mm-hmm yeah it's like impossible you don't know how you're gonna feel that day right you don't know how you're gonna feel in that moment and so and that's one aspect of it is that like it's i do resonate with that it's like it's difficult to make plans in the future for like even menial things because i'm like i don't know how i'm going to feel Mm -hmm. then right but also when you're making big decisions that don't involve split split decisions when Mm -hmm. you have time to think about something we are supposed to take time to think about something yeah because because our emotions are on a wave and you're going to be up and down and up and down steadily, it's almost like you're pinging off that wave. So I've, driven, I've drawn a picture here, but I don't know how to explain it, but hopefully I'll do my best. Say you have a graph and there's a line that goes horizontally on the graph and then there's a steady state emotion that's going up and down and up and down through that line that's horizontal on the graph. Up above 
that line is a point on the graph that is your decision that's coming up. As you are moving forward in time along that horizontal line, picture a little as that, that decision is up above that, hor- that wave line and it's pinging off that emotional wave every moment. So you're hitting highs or hitting lows as you're thinking about this decision. So you've hit every form. Once you've gone through enough time, it's possible that you've hit all your highs and low emotional states in reaction to that decision. And at that point, we are able to make a concrete decision on how we feel about how we should proceed about that decision. It's almost impossible for someone with an emotional authority to make split decisions Mm -hmm. because there we have all the probabilities of how we're going to feel about it Mm -hmm. so it's almost like we need to go through a full wave of our emotions about it before we can have before we know what the average is Mm -hmm. and what how we would like to proceed yeah so i definitely thought that that was something that i maybe have done in the past but i Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of these things are very validating because they're things that i was like Oh, like I always thought that these were like bad things about myself right. that I did, but it's kind of nice to see like, oh, that's yeah, how I like be seeing operating. seeing your faults as not faults. They're like this is just how you are designed. <laughs> like this is how you are, and it's not good or bad. It's just like this well, it's is also how- like how it's gonna work best for me to actually work. Like mm-hmm. it's like if I make decisions, split decisions, and I try to stick to them. Yeah, basically, like manifesting generators and generators, and anyone with an emotional authority, like being allowed to pivot is very important to mm-hmm. us. Like being yeah. allowed to be like, yeah, to change our mind is very important. I was about important. to say I change my mind a lot. So yeah. I feel like, and that's like something that can be, people look at it as a negative thing. Yeah. And as, a, which is super weird to me. Cause like I just, everything is so flux in my brain and like yeah. in my world and mm-hmm. like so fluid that it's so weird to me that other people see that as it's, like, like to me, I th- I see it as a lack of rigidity, which to me is good. Yeah, right. But it is like interesting. I know that like that is frustrating to a lot of people. Yeah, there are who lots are of people more, who think that yeah. indecision is like a negative quality. You're changing your mind. Yeah, or, like feeling right. different at different times. Which like to me has never been yeah. a bad thing. And also like, why are we expecting people not to change their minds? Like you're constantly changing all the time. As you get older, you're always going to be like, you're never going to be the same person you were like years ago. It's just like not possible. Like cells are dying every second. Yeah. Every millisecond you're changing, like Mm -hmm. literally, like biologically and energetically. So it's like, yeah. It's it's just silly to think like somebody wouldn't or that, that that would be a bad thing. Like, yeah, I've never seen it as a bad thing. Although some people make you feel that way, so then sometimes it's like, oh, I wish I could make decisions quicker, or like I yeah. wish I didn't need so much time. To I wish think I about knew this. how I felt about that. Yeah, because that's my thing. Is like when people, I feel very like affronted when someone's like, "How do you feel about this? Like, mm-hmm. can we change this? Let's do this now!" Like, and they like want me to make a decision. You're like, <laughs> I I literally don't know how I feel. Like, if someone comes right up to me right then and there, yeah. I'm like, I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I, right. I can I see got what it. you're saying. Yeah, I got exactly how you feel. Yeah. But like, I am. I don't know. I literally don't know what is best for me mm-hmm. about that right this second. Yeah. I mean, it's different if it's a menial thing and it has to be decided right then and there. Like, right. it's not like I'm incapable of making a decision. Right. It's more like if it's something that, like, I feel like could wait and mm-hmm. I could think about it, yeah. I will always take the opportunity to think about it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't ever... I, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, let's just figure this out right here and now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, no. Yeah. I need to think about it. I need I like, to sleep on it. I need to, like, yeah. feel it out. Yeah. 
I feel the same way. And then it just comes to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I, I mean, I like doing that. And like you said, sometimes I will make, like, sometimes I can be really impulsive, but it has to, it just depends on what it is I'm making the decision about. Like if it's sometimes if it's like, I don't know, something menial, like where do you want to eat? I'm like, oh, I know exactly where I want to eat. Yeah. I don't even have to think about it. But other things I'm just like, I'm going to need like at least a day. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't tell you right now. Yeah. Like that's why it's hard sometimes at work. I feel like especially in the work environment, people always like make it seem like the person who can make the quickest decision is the person who's like the best at their job. And to me, it's like, to me, almost sometimes that's weird because I'm like, what, wouldn't you want me to think about it longer? Yeah. I mean, Josh I do <laughs> I do get it because sometimes, like I've worked in places where I needed to develop the skill to be able yes. to do things quickly. Yeah. But like there at the was, vet, I'm sure it was helpful. But there was always like a, it wasn't like I was following my gut. Mm-hmm. I was following my mind. So I feel like yeah. the mind can make decisions quickly, mm-hmm. but I wasn't making decisions from my gut. I was making them based off of preordained, like um, a rubric for how we were to respond to different things. Yeah. Whereas I feel like that is a different quality of life mm-hmm. than responding. Like your gut doesn't, it can respond quickly, but I'm just saying like, it, there's a difference between like feeling something out mm-hmm. and then like rationalizing something quickly. Yeah. Right. So I feel like a lot of people only place value on the ability to like do quick math on a situation in their head. Yeah. I don't even mean math. I just mean like logic, just quick like logic. Being like, yeah, which is really good. That's great. Yeah. But like it's just a different skill yeah. than being like, I need to like feel how this feels for me energetically. Right. And I feel like people are right. like, okay, weirdo. They're like, like, whatever. I think I go off of um, vibes, I guess you yeah. would say. Like, I don't know. It's so important to me though. Like if I walk into a situation and it feels really bad, like I don't want to stay. <laughs> yeah. And I know, I mean, that sounds like I'm sure everybody feels that way, but I just mean like, I don't have an example off the top of my head, but like, like a job you can kind of even if you have like some people might be like oh you're not gonna be able to tell just like the first day you're there but sometimes the first day of a job you're like i know this place is gonna be like bad like mm-hmm. i can already tell like yeah. i don't want to be here and sometimes that's not even based on reason that's literally just like me in my emotions being like i feel the energy yeah. is, is wrong for me here and i don't want to stay here <laughs> here's where i think i get into trouble with that personally Mm -hmm. is I feel like what sucks about humans (laughs) is that we do that and we follow our instincts and then what sucks is that we have the memory Mm -hmm. so it's like if I walk into a situation with a person and I hate that I do this and I hate that we all do this because Mm -hmm. it it doesn't seem fair but like when you have like a bad vibe with a person yeah and then like you never allow them to like become a good vibe for you even if they are Mm -hmm. I feel like that's hard yeah, it I can, feel like I've I've done that not on purpose. Right, it can be. So you're like, yeah, you're like, I need to put up a, an immediate large boundary, yeah. and like we're just gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I wish I'm, I could be like new moment, new vibes, but like I feel like the past has strong vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to like, especially with people. If you've had a bad experience, it's hard to let that person be like neutral for you. Yeah, I guess or like just pretend like you never met them yeah <laughs> kind of give them especially like, like family like i'm talking about like really yeah, yeah. Cl- close people right yeah. where you've had ex- like you've had many experiences yeah. in the past with some people and you're like i don't know if yeah, i can because then you just go ahead and you like already paint the picture yeah like even if they are changing and they're getting better per yeah. se or whatever like you might not even be noticing it because in yeah. your head you're like they're always gonna be like yeah that. like they'll never i feel like change. i've done it to people i feel like people have done it to me yeah it just 
interesting. Mm-hmm. But I do know what you mean. Like, you can tell pretty much immediately. Like, yeah, there's just been situations where you're like, I know for a fact I couldn't work here. Yeah. I don't even want the interview. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. Or even, like, when you walk into, like, a coffee place and you're like, mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, just, yeah, and I feel like that that's not a bad thing to, like trust your intuition i guess about those kinds of situations so i like being like more emotionally yeah. driven i feel like if you get good at it it's probably the only thing that you can like truly trust yeah because it's know? all like within you yeah and there's no um conditioning mm-hmm. but yeah alas so that is a little blurb on it mm-hmm. i did write down a bunch of other things yeah, I did, I had some stuff about the um, the planets on either side of Ooh, the chart because I have no idea what those are and I could not figure it out. I so I have a little bit about it. I still am very fuzzy on interpreting them myself, but essentially the planets on the right side of your chart represent your conscious personality and mind, and then the planets on the left side of your chart represent your unconscious design slash like your body. Your duality, if you will. Yeah. And the number... Oh, I did write that down. Because, oh, you did? Because, yeah, because your body is your unconsciousness, which mm-hmm. is so crazy to me. Yeah. I never really thought about that, but like it's, your yeah. heart beats without you thinking about it. Your spleen does spleen things without you thinking about it. And yeah. so like your body is the house of your unconsciousness. And it makes sense. Which the conscious makes, part would be your which personality. Which makes sense why you feel your intuition in your body. Yeah. Boom, baby. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and then the numbers underneath each of them, that's from the I Ching. So the gates come from that study, and there are 64 of them, and you'll see, like, a little number on your chart in those little circles, and it'll say, like, whatever, like, 54 or something. Yeah. And that's the gate that's activated. And then I, th- I think another cool part about the, um, the way the planets are interpreted in human design is kind of the same way, like, the same, like, qualities i think that they represent kind of are the same as astrology a little bit where it's like that part is cool that it kind of is interconnected right i've heard that human design is the new astrology Mm -hmm. it's like the the astrology 2.0 so it just takes into account the physical form Mm -hmm. which is honestly by honoring form you are honoring individuality yeah and and that because form is the individual factor that determines physical existence Mm mm-hmm yeah, because like you said, otherwise we would all be the that's same. Like what Eckhart Tolle talks about all the time is how everything you can perceive is form. Mm-hmm. And then the unperceivable is not form, which is God. Yeah, <laughs> And right. everything that is here is just God and drag. Yep. It's just like, it's just <laughs> consciousness in form. Yeah. And so taking into account the physical form, just honoring the fact that everything is individual by design on mm-hmm. purpose. But yeah, so... More on, I guess, just like some little things that I wrote down. Um, the centers themselves, because I was trying to figure out like, what does it mean? Like, because I didn't know the thing about the chakras when I first started writing this down. Mm-hmm. But they're basically just um, organs, your organs of perception. So the way that you interpret the world around you is through your energy centers. They're just, they enable you to perceive um, physical life energetically. So when they are defined, that means they're, they're filled in. Um, you are pre like that area of your perception is predetermined Mm -hmm. when you are undefined or open. That means that you are, um, what's the word you're open to conditioning. Yep. So it's like you might take on, what's the word? 
characteristics yeah. that are either projected upon you mm-hmm. or they influence yeah. you. You are influ- in a way. you can be influenced mm-hmm. in that area of your perception. So just think about it like a filter. So if it's if you are perceiving your external environment, although really what is external and internal, but if you're perceiving <laughs> your environment through these energy centers and you have nine ways to perceive the environment, any of those energy centers that are open, um, you are prone to having filters on them. So it's like other people can come with like a blue filter and mm-hmm. put it right on top of your vision. So yeah. say you're looking through your spleen and your spleen's open. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, everything's blue now. And you're like, everything's blue. Yeah. And you don't know that you're seeing everything blue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, like this is the way things are. Yeah. Whereas someone who has a defined like spleen or whatever mm-hmm. sees that way, the way that they see it. And if someone tries to put a filter in front of them, they're like, that's a filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can more easily recognize. <laughs> yeah. You can more easily recognize the filter. That's just the yeah. way that I've interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Please, if you know more, let me know. Um, but that's just how I've looked at it and that's why reflectors are really cool because they are such good observers and they are such good indicators of how the world around us is going and they're very prone to take on characteristics and beliefs and perceptions of the people around them Mm -hmm. so it's really important if you are a reflector or if you have a lot of openness in your chart to your environment and the people that you choose to be around are very important because you are going to with whether you know it or not pick up aspects of yeah. the the things that are around you mm-hmm. which is pretty cool yeah um so it doesn't have to be a bad thing it can yeah. be a really good thing it's like a good way to learn about the world mm-hmm. being open is a good way to learn about the world yeah because it like sometimes it can be negative but in other cases it's it can like, be so good if you're taking on good things yeah and like yeah. your mind might be more easily changed on something which might be good because it might be something like like a person like accepting someone yeah or forgiving someone yeah. for something like things like that yeah and i've learned um a little bit about like the different kinds of people and i read that like reflectors like nothing sticks to them mm-hmm. so that's one that's one good thing about having certain like auras about you because this also describes your aura so reflectors, they literally just reflect everything back. So people might be like, oh, like if you're a reflector, like you're just vulnerable and all these things. But it's actually like a really empowering thing to be because mm-hmm. you, even though you are filtering through this reality and like taking on all these other aspects of other people, nothing really sticks to you. So you're not, you're not defined. You don't have to be, just because like you've hung out with people that have done a certain thing and yeah. so you start Does acting a certain way you? you are literally not latched into that at all as soon as you change your environment or change the energy that you're around you're wiped clean and you're different you're different and yeah. it's really cool like mm-hmm. that's actually a really cool thing that yeah. you are so Chameleon. not yeah and you're so not stuck in any aspect of your personality yeah so that's really cool yeah um the, there's let me look and see i have like so many notes it's all over the place but Oh, another thing about the open and closed centers. So where you have openness, you are easily flooded by other energies. So it's important to meet the world from your points of stability. So wherever you do have filled in parts of your chart, that's where you want to meet the world from. And then you're going to experience and learn about the world from your openness. Yeah. So it's like you stand steady in your... your, 
personality traits or your perception traits that are defined. Mm -hmm. And then once you learn how to do that, you can filter through the world through your other open. Yeah. How many of yours were open? One. Just one. Yeah. Just the, it's, is it the heart one or is it the, cause that's the one that's ego, right? The heart. Um, yeah. Not the G one. The G is the one, is the one that like looks like it's in your it heart. And that's like the it, one that represents not. love. Yes. And yeah. A direction. And blood. Yeah. <laughs> and blood. I was like, cool. Yeah. And the heart yeah. is willpower and ego. Yeah. And yeah. that's the only one that I have undefined. That's interesting. I know. It's super yeah. interesting. Well, I have right. most, a lot of my are, are undefined. Um, my, but your throat is defined. My throat is defined. Because you're a manifester. Right. And my G is defined too. <laughs> and like, but and my, my, my throat's defined too. Good. So. Yeah. Well, that good. makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that your throat is defined. Um, it's, it's sharp. <laughs> yeah. Um, my heart is undefined. My spleen is undefined. My sacral and my root are undefined. So your spleen is your survival, your health, staying mm-hmm. healthy, instincts, intuition. Yeah. So you're very prone to taking on other people's perspectives on those sorts of things yeah no it means i'm like probably more i'm probably more um i don't know yeah like you said just accepting of like other people's opinions on i guess health and yes wellness yeah like if al was like you should do this you'd probably be like okay yeah yeah i'd probably consider it yeah not saying that you would do it just like yeah just be like oh okay like i I don't think it has as much to do with opinions like it's hard to word all these things without Mm -hmm. it being like because it's not really like you're like it's not like you're like a floozy. <laughs> no, it's you're like, like you're just yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever anybody yeah. tells me. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, but I know what you mean. It's you just like, pick up characteristics more often. I'm not going to immediately be like, if, I, if if that were defined, I'd probably be more like, well, I have my own thing that I do, like, and I know yeah. it works, and like, I don't really need that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Because your, st- your stability is your truth. Mm-hmm. So it's important to meet the world from your points of stability, and then you relate to other people through your openness. Yeah. So um, the openness is the place where we're susceptible conditioning Mm -hmm. and you can take on certain behaviors based on parenting, society, your peers. Um, But once you understand where you're open and where you're defined, it's so much easier to be conscious of like, is this me or is this something that I'm taking on? If it's something that I'm taking on, which is not a bad thing, that's a good thing. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. We're here to learn and to like grow and use other people. Right. Um, but then you are conscious and be like, is this something I would like to take on? Or yeah. is this something I would like to leave? Exactly. Like, is it making me feel like good or bad? Mm-hmm. So then once you know where you're open, it's easier to know. Cause like even just having the open heart center, mm-hmm. like that has taught me so much about how I interact with other people. Mm-hmm. It's made me realize that like, I am so susceptible to how other people say I am as like a personality. Right, yeah. And so whenever someone says like, you are this. I am like, I am this. Yeah. You take it on. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. And I've never recognized that it was a filter. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many different ways for people to perceive you. And I think that that's, it's actually a very common center to have undefined. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a very big, it's super prevalent in our society for people to just like take so much, um, give so much power to other people's perception of their personality mm-hmm. and yeah. their ego. Yep. Whereas like you, if it's not defined, it's very easy to just be like, to believe other people yes. what they say about you. Yeah. Cause, cause mine's open too. And I feel like I, no matter if it's negative or positive, 
things that people say about me where they're like, you are this, that like sticks with me. Yeah. And I think about that. And sometimes it's hard because it gets cloudy up there in my brain. Being I don't like, know who I am. Yeah, I'm like, like, well, somebody told me I was this. So like, am I though? Like, yeah. I don't know. And sometimes it's I think hard. What I, how I've looked at it is that you are that to them. Right. Yeah. It's their perception of you. And if you are that, because it's open, it doesn't have to stick there. Right. So it's like, even if that was true in any given moment, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be right. a trait. You're not defined there. Right. So it like, doesn't have to be, like, for instance, the lower ones are all about, like, fear and, like, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, and, like, I know that it's, I know a lot of people are, like, so rooted in, like, fear and, like, mm-hmm. most of their decisions come from a place of fear. Yeah. But if that's something that you're dealing with and that area is not defined, I mean, even if it was defined, I'm just saying, like, if it's not defined, mm-hmm. obviously you can 100% change. Like, these are all characteristics that right. we have picked up from society that mm-hmm. aren't, if they're not helping you grow, right. you do have the pos- the power to just completely leave it behind. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to sit with you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be your trait. Yeah. Like, the, which, like all the traits that you put there are, it's like a pin board that yeah. other people have put pin, poking yeah. pins in, and you can take them out. And right, it's like, exactly. It's like, wow, that's liberating. And I feel like for the most part, I feel like for the most part, that is how I see it, but then there are just things that you, like, situations in the past where I'm like, I can remember it vividly, and yeah. for whatever reason, it stuck with me, and I'm like, well, in that moment moment this is what this person thought and even if I know that it's not how I see myself it's still hard sometimes because it was like in that moment that's how they saw me and like I don't like that you know what I mean so it's stuff like that where I see I see that openness where there are some people who like somebody could say a negative thing about them every single day and they'd be like I'm fine like I don't just like whatever but like there are just certain things that people say that just stick with me and I don't know. Yeah. You know? No, I totally get it. I think, I think it's hard to determine if the reason why those certain instances upset Mm -hmm. us so much Mm -hmm. because we somehow deep down believe that we did do whatever, Mm -hmm. or if it's because the scary thing is that you were trying so hard not to do that and someone still didn't perceive you in that way. Right. That's what is terrifying to me. That's what, yeah. Is whenever I'm like, I really truly, those are the... I do feel guilty, like, whenever someone's like, that was this, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, that was that. And then, like, that sticks with you. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think the scariest ones are the ones where someone's like, that was this, and you're like, in your brain, in your perception, it was, like, the opposite of that, and you're like, whoa. I know. That's when it freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah, is when it's like, I was trying so hard not to be that. That's when I feel like I'm not a person. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. When heck? somebody's like, oh, you were this, and you're like, I literally feel the opposite of that. Like, yeah. how, how like, are I'm you so confused? And yeah. Like, how to, how to emote? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, how am I putting that off? Like, yeah. that is not what I meant at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most scary. So, which ones, which ones of yours were open? So, my heart was open, my spleen is open, and then my sacral and my root. Root is the physical pressure, adrenaline drive, fuel. Mm hmm vitality yeah so you probably get some energy from other people mm-hmm. yeah and i think then I, yeah. sacral life force sexual energy response involvement spleen we already talked about well-being mm-hmm. survival safety immune yeah. system instincts intuition existential fears mm-hmm. and then the ego 
mm-hmm. material world, provision, willpower, value, self-worth. Mm-hmm. That's wild. They are also all tied to different organ systems. Yeah. I'm not going to like read them all out, but like each one of them is tied to different organ systems. There's two pressure centers, your head and your root. Mm-hmm. There's three centers of awareness, which is the Ajna one, which is your mental concepts, the spleen, which is instincts and intuition, and the solar plexus, which is feelings. So all of those on me are full. Mm-hmm. And then there's four um, motors. So the root, the sacral, the ego, and the solar plexus. So the only one of those that I don't have open is the ego. Mm-hmm. And then you have one of the motors going, mm-hmm. which is why you're a manifester and not a generator. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's starting to make more sense. Okay. Anyway, that is why you are a manifester, not yes, a generator. Yes, if I had both of those. Because I have three motors. <laughs> yes, and if I had more than one, maybe I would be. But yeah, I just have the one, so. But you are, so manifestors mm-hmm. are, their aura is compact, closed off, impacting, and the force is going from in to out. Mm-hmm. You initiate and you're here to impact others, your aura points outwards. Um, and then they always have a defined throat center. Okay. Um, and then they always have a motor connected to the throat through one of those um, gates. They are here. Um, they have the energy for manifesting things. They, it requires a lot of courage to be a manifester. Um, they're built to do some things alone. Their aura is closed off Um which is a natural defense from anyone trying to interfere with their processes. Mm. And um, following inner guidance means the difference between peace and anger for them, which I think we've talked about before. So Yeah, the peace and anger one definitely, like, resonated for me. Yeah, so whenever you're following your inner guidance, you should feel a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're a little off the road, your body's going to be, like, angry. So that you're like, oh, something's not right. Yeah. Which now that, I've, <laughs> I need, yeah. now that I've read that and now that I understand more about, like, even just, like, my um, astrology, too, like, my birth chart, it's just funny how many things I was looking at as, like, oh, I'm not angry. Yeah. Like, I don't get mad. But there are situations where I'm, like... I have, yeah, I'm a little feisty right now. Or like, I have- Oh, you're totally feisty. Yeah. There's so many things where I'm like, I don't want to change the plan. I don't want to make Jordan mad. And I don't mean mad. I don't Which even I mean- Which I never would be. It's not even snippy. Yeah. I, I just mean like, I can tell when you're like- But like, but it's funny though, because like, I feel like the same kind of way about you yeah. too though. I know. But it's interesting because I know, like, I don't know. It's just funny because I'm like, I would never be mad at you for changing the plan. You and I don't know think why? you would really be mad at me for changing the plan. So I read. So the generator thing said um, frustration or satisfaction for mine. Mm-hmm. But it said that if you have manifestor in you, it's angry. Like the frustration yeah. comes out as anger. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit. Yeah. So I mean, I feel, yeah. And I feel like we are, I feel like we're similar. Yeah. In that way, for sure. Yeah. Because I think because I think I think we we respect each other's power. That's what I mean. I think we can both be feisty, but I think we aren't really seen. Like I don't think either of us, neither of us, would be mad at each other for for reacting a certain way or for changing something. No, but I think we both think that. Oh yeah, (laughs) which is funny. Yeah. So, um, where was I? Oh yeah, and then you must communicate. Um, That's like what you're here to do, and your aura can be the most difficult for others to read. Mm. You're here to be the creative architect to create new things freaking architect <laughs> yeah but your aura is protected yeah so you interesting yeah so you and it's compact and i think that's one of the reasons why i enjoy being around you okay is because yeah it's not as penetrating as other people that's interesting. it feels very calming for me to be around you is that the same with ryan too yes okay and i think it's because of that mm-hmm. 
like yeah, it doesn't sense. doesn't feel it's like i feel like i can tell how you're feeling but like yes. it doesn't feel like you're screaming at me the right. way that eckhart told yeah. explained when right. he was on lsd i'm like i'm like yeah like i i get it yeah whereas i feel like other people like if i'm around other people sometimes i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's like way too much <laughs> that's a lot of power you got in there chicky <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah, and then um, projectors are focused on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, their aura is penetrating um, and absorbable, um, and they're kind of the middleman to facilitate interactions between manifestors and generators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's I I wrote here projectors love generators and manifestors love reflectors. I don't hmm. know if that's true, but someone said that so i wrote it down (laughs) somebody said that once (laughs) so i wrote it the frick down and so generators um which we'll just put manifesting generators in here they have a yielding aura they take that in which is around them Mm -hmm. and then what resonates with them they use their own internal energy to um build and amplify it Mm. so it's like that's and the way that they're a generator so like the things that resonate with me like if something resonates mm-hmm. i'm not i'm saying me but like anyone yeah you take that which is around you and then you amplify it and make it bigger mm-hmm. um the aura of a generator is spiraling inward okay and yeah so just, we're like going in opposite directions yeah. so you have ideas and i'm taking them in mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're you're like downloading from the universe <laughs> yeah you're like you are um and then the life force in the sacral center is the strongest motor of all. Mm-hmm. The strategy for a manifesting generator or a generator is to respond to life, not to like instigate things. It doesn't mean you have to like ask ask for permission though. I'm pretty sure that for projectors, this strategy is to ask like to ask. Mm-hmm. So like you are supposed to like kind of be like, is it okay if this? Is yeah. it okay if that? Mm-hmm. Apparently, for generators, you're supposed to just respond to things as they happen to you, which feels pretty much on par for how things go for most people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the rising up of the life force in a generator, an example of that would be like a seed in different environments. So Mm -hmm. when you're following your our emotional or the strategy when you're following the correct strategy, your energy is amplified when you are feeling positive Mm -hmm. so when you're feeling satisfied or peaceful your Mm -hmm. energy is amplified Mm -hmm. when you're feeling negative emotions your energy is declining Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the idea of like different things will come into your aura and then those that find a good environment Mm -hmm. can sprout and grow so Mm -hmm. that's how i wrote it down yeah and then um Whatever it is that a manifesting generator or a generator is doing, if they've got the if they've got the willpower for it, they've got the energy to do it, mm-hmm. which definitely resonates for me. I feel like if I want to do something, like it's gonna it. be accomplished. Yeah. Like I'm never like, oh, I can't do that for like a, an act something that requires my physical energy. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about things that require like my smarts, my anything like that. But like yeah. if something requires my physical energy. And it isn't something that, like, I can't physically lift. Right. I'm just saying, like, if someone was like, you need to go hike 17 miles, and I, like, really wanted to do it, I'd yeah. be like, okay. Like, right. it wouldn't, I would never be like, oh, I don't think I can do that. Right. Like, it would never. Yeah, it wouldn't occur never, to you. It would never occur to me that, like, that was something that I wasn't capable of doing. Yeah. 
that's a weird example, but I well, I literally did that in the Grand Canyon. Right. Everybody was like, you can't do that. And Josh and I were like, well, why, why? though? Yeah. We weird. will. Like, we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, we will. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. And we Thank did. you very much. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, we are the constructive archetype. Like I said, it's satisfaction versus frustration for us. And then manifesting generators are extra quick with their generating. So they skip a lot of unnecessary steps to get the ball in motion. They have like an intuitive ability to like skip things, Mm -hmm. which I guess I don't really know how to word that. But like if I want something done and I'm like, ooh, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. I would like that to be done. Like I might not do like the first half of something that seems menial to me and I will skip right to like the part that yeah. is fun to me mm-hmm. and somehow it works out a lot yeah yeah <laughs> well like you can see shortcuts yeah where they're not like Thank detrimental you. to yeah. the process like yeah you'll still get the end result have the knack to like see shortcuts and be like why would we do that we can yeah just, like where it's like this actually makes more sense and saves you time if you do it this way <laughs> yeah or even just like I don't know yeah. Like training for a marathon. We're like, we've got to start with like this much. I'd be like, mm-hmm. why can't we just start with like this that's probably, much? Like, yeah. And that's probably where like emotion comes in too. Cause you're like intuitively, I feel, I, I know that I should, or I, I think I want to do it this way. Yeah. So I'm going to do it this way and I know it'll be fine. Yeah. And there are times where it doesn't work out. But yeah. That's just times where like, you're not really listening and you're, right. I'm you just so excited about are, the end but... aspect and I'm like, yeah. we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think we can do it. And yeah. I'm like, I didn't do it. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good example. Um, the only issue that I wrote down, well, I guess there's plenty of them, but one thing to watch out for if you are a generator, but your throat is defined is that you have to give up the, um, give up the impulse to initiate. Mm. So we have to respond. That is our strategy. Mm -hmm. So if you have your throat defined, we have the impulse to manifest, which is to initiate. Yeah. But that won't work for us. Yeah. So it's like, instead of reaching for things, you have to like let things come to you. You yeah. are literally a magnet mm-hmm. and most people are generators. So I don't know that everyone's a manifesting generator, but I think like over 50% of the population is a generator okay. because we're at a, especially in the Western world, because we're at a period of time where we're trying to make a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. So we, and manifestors are getting more efficient. Mm-hmm. So, and with social media, people who are manifestors or projectors and even reflectors have a higher capacity to reach more people right. with the technology that we have. Mm-hmm. So we need fewer and fewer of them. Yeah. But generators literally create energy mm-hmm. and give energy to projects. So yeah. that's why there makes it makes sense that there are so many of them. Yeah. Um, but if you're a manifesting generator, that means that your throat is also defined. And so you will have the instinct to initiate circumstances might not always work out poorly for you, but yeah. that's not your strategy. In order to find success in life, you should respond. So you should allow things to come to you. You are a magnet. Mm-hmm. We are. We want to do it. Yeah. We want to initiate things, but right. like it just won't work. The desire is yeah. there. The desire is there, mm-hmm. which is, can be tricky. Yeah. Because that's not really the way that you're built to work. Mm-hmm. You're built to like have things come to you, and then does it feel right? And if it does, you give it full speed. Yeah. Yeah. And then reflectors, which are the freaking coolest. Mm-hmm. And only like 1% of people are reflectors. Yeah. Everything's open. They're sampling and mirroring people. Um, they have a very... Their aura is open, but it can also be perceived as closed because like I said, um, it's resistant. Nothing sticks to it. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. they're open to you in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they facilitate that which is already happening. So 
if you get them in a good environment, they're going to facilitate whatever's happening around yeah. them. Um, and they provide pure presence, honestly, because mm-hmm. they are so connected with what's happening around them because mm-hmm. they are what's happening around them. Yeah. So their environment is very important. Um, their experience of their self changes based on who they meet and what's around them. So it's very important for them to decide, like, when do I feel happiest? And then try to create a situation where your environment matches situations where you feel happiest so that mm-hmm. you can be your happiest self. It yeah. really is important that you put yourself in a position to succeed. I think that is the extent of my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> I think beyond that, I need to look more into it. But I think that was a good a good summary of our very basic understanding of uh, human design. There's still so much I need to read about, like the gates. I just, it was so confusing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very cool that you're a manifester, though. That, like, totally checks out. Yeah. I think it's interesting to you're see like both our, of ours. You're a creator. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you I've want... always thought of myself that way, too. Yeah. So it definitely it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it lines up with what I want to do in the future, too. So yeah. it's just kind of like affirming. Yeah. And it's been affirming to me, too. Just yeah. knowing that, like, I do have the energy to do all the things I want to do. Yes. I really, Yours it, makes total it, sense. It, like, felt liberating because I do feel like when you don't hang out with people, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's interesting to, like realize it's interesting to realize that like you don't have to limit yourself right like you are different everyone's different you don't have to like like, dampen it like you don't have to uh what is the word i'm trying to like lessen your yeah dull your yeah (laughs) sparkle (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like you don't have to be less yeah like you just should be your fullest expression of yourself and if people are receptive and accept that then those are probably the people that you want to have around Yeah, and you're like, you're supposed to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, plus, I don't know. It also has been um, validating in respect to, like, the situations where I don't feel like I have energy. Yeah. Because I I think that's why it becomes so frustrating for me is because I know that I'm, I have a lot of energy. So when I don't have a lot of energy, I'm like, something's wrong. Yeah, you know you're capable. Yeah, I know I'm capable. So then I, but it's made me realize that that's just, like, literally my my guidance system telling me like don't do that yeah like if i don't have the energy to do it it's because i'm not supposed to do it yeah because if i'm supposed to do it i have all the energy right so it makes me like why shouldn't i want to do this because like because i have a lot of energy a lot of times whenever i don't feel like i have energy i feel like lazy Mm -hmm. or like i'm not doing enough because i'm like i like why can't i do this today like usually like i have energy for other things like yeah like or this week like if i feel like this week i've been really like kind of slower and Mm -hmm. tired and it feels like weird in my yeah. body to have like low energy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, like this is fine. Like I'm supposed to be listening to when I have energy and when I don't. And I'm yeah. supposed to act on it. Right, exactly. Um, well, we hope you have a good week. And if you don't already subscribe, um, do that. And also if you could leave us a rating, that would be awesome. If you make it funny, we'll read it. Yeah, if you write something funny, um, if you want us to read it on the pod, we could. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget, this week's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. So really... If it's not awesome, please don't make it extra sad for yourself. Yeah. And also... Just know that things are going to work out for you this (laughs) week. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, bye. (laughs) Bye.